Hey everyone, Einar here, although you might know me better as Wooly the Dwarven Cleric. I just want to say thank you so much for listening, it really means a lot to us. If you like the pod, it would be absolutely amazing if you would rate and review us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, it really helps us out. Or send an email to gmbreakoutpod at gmail.com and let us know what you think. You can also check out our website, gmbreakoutpod.com. It has links to all the socials and some other interesting stuff. That's all from me. Here's episode 27. Nagriff and Let Die. Hey guys, welcome back to the GM Breakout Podcast. My name is Dylan, I will be the GM for this adventure, and today I am joined by my four lovely players. First up, we've got Einar playing Wooly, a dwarven cleric of Apsu. Hello! I am, as always, I am good and excited, but today I'm also a little bit tired since I just started my summer job and they have very early mornings. It's fine. We've got Jeremy playing Rick Darn, a half-orc twisting tree magus. Hello, uh, it's a pleasure to be here as always, and I know I commiserate with the early mornings. Uh, once you've done it for about, oh, I don't know, 17, 18 years, it doesn't get any easier. We've got Greg playing Terrell, a hobgoblin mastermind rogue. Hello! I have nothing new to add except fuel is mad, don't buy gas, it's crazy. And finally, we've got Kevin playing Ishko, an Isoki alchemist. Hello, I have nothing to add, nothing's happening on my side. <laughs> Yeah, I, I honestly, I, I I'm kind of tired today as well. I've had about four coffees. I'm hoping they energize me enough to get through this session. Although my test roll on Foundry was a nat 20 today, so uh, I'm feeling good. Hopefully you got that out of your system and no more 20s for the rest no, of the night. No, it's the first of, first of many. No, 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 uh, no. What it's going to be. It's been a little while since uh, we've, we've played. Uh, so just to refresh yourselves, uh, there was a big attack on your masking ceremony. Lots of insects, lots of bugs came filing in through tunnels. You uh, were tasked to, to go into some of these tunnels but below the Arkhorn Library and uh, sort of chart them out, uh, see what's going on down here. You've found a few things of interest. A little magical mushroom. You saved your fellow classmate Ignacy from uh, potential death from a bee sting. And there's a big war room of gremlins. You fought a a whole bunch of different types of gremlins and you interrogated them, found out you are kind of scarily close to to Stone Ghost's lair, uh, but also that there's a few attacks and things planned on your dorm in particular. There was one that says uh, send herbal to kill them or or something. Uh, And last episode we we rounded out by uh, with a nice little bee fight that took a lot longer than it should have because I think Wooly was wanting to be the hero and and solo (laughs) the entire fight. Are you blaming Uh, that on me? No, I'm <laughs> I'm blaming it on the rest of the oh, cohort who oh, didn't help you. Yes, of course. <laughs> Thank you. No, it was a, it was a, a chaotic, a very fun, uh, very fun fight. <laughs> and I'd say you've explored a, a fair amount of these caves, but there's uh, still a bit more to go. And I believe we ended with you uh, discussing whether you should take a break, whether you should keep exploring the southern end, whether you should go back up towards where you uh, you started and go off to, to the northern side of it. I just yeah, I mean it's up. The floor is yours. You guys are, are here exploring. I will take a step back and uh, really embrace uh, the essence of Binji, who is just going to be following you guys around <laughs> for the day. Occasionally spread lice everywhere. 
please no. I'm just gonna remind the listeners that the war room we're in is kind of at the center of the map. We have explored most of uh, what's west of it and then we were discussing going down the south exit and then going back up the eastern way because we're pretty sure or at the intel we have is that the stone ghost is located to the far southeast and if we can go if we can map out most of the cave before accidentally running into him on purpose running into him that's better it's interesting isn't it a job is not to be here to go and hunt out a stone ghost a job is to from our teachers and the authority figures is to map out these these tunnels to uh, join with all the information from all the other groups all over the campus to figure out the extent of it. But we know something they don't. We know what could be the source of all this bug attacking shit or these poxy little gremlins coming up and messing with people. (laughs) We might be able to sort that out. Rickton kind of likes the idea of of, uh, seizing the initiative on that. Tyrell is a perfectionist. He's been asked to do a task, and if he cannot map the area without dealing with the stone ghost, he won't map the area without dealing with the stone ghost. There's an absolute brutal necessity to it. Tyrell, I think, has a little bit uh, more uh, incentive here because you were the one who pissed off Teacher Karate originally, and uh, and uh, she uh, she gave you a very sort of talk where she shunned your cohort quite severely. Oh yeah, it was like we were peasants, and she was oh. like some <laughs> yes. noble or something. And despite the fact that the people that she sent out like turned tail and ran fairly quickly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I I feel that for Tyrell, his perfect instance would be to go down once and come back up with a completed job. And if that means having to murder everything down here in order to achieve that, very well. Cool. Wool is of the mind that if we are to face the Stone Ghost, we should be as prepared as possible. So if we are running low on consumables, not consumables, but, you know, dailies or whatever they should be called. Supplies. Supplies. Resources. Resources is the word. Resources is the word. So as if we can get as much done today as possible and then go back, come back down with fully prepped and actual stuff that could help against the Stone Ghost and then having just that left, that might just be the metagamer in me. But I'm, I'm trying to, you know, that's probably what Wooly would do. So it sounds like you are not going to take on Stone Ghost without enough resources, but uh, you want to try and get to that point i mean if if tarul makes a convincing enough argument sure we'll we'll do it in one go but i mean that's that's woolly's opinion you're actually discussing this in front of her uh binji will chime in and say well uh if you if you wanted somewhere to to stay i mean we've got a she looks at uh some of the sort of bed sheets that the gremlins down here have been using and they are like uh, half the size of woolly uh (laughs) she's like well if you don't mind the uh comfortableness of it I mean, we could, uh, the, in here we were never disturbed by uh, uh, by anyone really uh, just other gremlins but uh, I, I think we've scared most of them off well yeah but I mean well silly me I forgot some stuff up on the surface as well that I would actually like to bring maybe I have perhaps one thing I would like to buy as well you just want to get it steady you cannot sleep without it yes exactly yes you got it <laughs> Is it a little Apsu teddy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> little dragon. Yeah. Little dragon. Dragon teddy. Oh, look. Okay. 
How about, no, so our information was that the Stone Ghost typically has his its home area in the southeast. Mm-hmm. How about we start sort of, let's try and map out the north and eastern parts and sort of isolate that area and then, you know, we've encountered a little bit of opposition and weird stuff down here. See where we're at uh, after we do some more exploration. There is also the possibility that if we continue to advance into the cave, the ghost might come for us when we're not ready for them. We are invading their house. That is absolutely right and completely unpredictable. Yeah. We are. That is, but that is not predictable uh, based on any knowledge we have at the moment. Um, Where did we get that information that Stone Ghost is in the southeastern region again? Was that from the war map? Well, no, we got it from the one of the enemy meat interrogated. Yeah, from Jeremy. Oh, Jeremy the... <laughs> The gremlin. The gremlin, not the Jeremy player. the Mip, Jeremy the Mip flitch, Yeah. Yeah. I'm just gonna. I'm, I will point out that's probably a fairly unreliable source. Yeah, probably. I think all Jeremy's are. <laughs> I mean, life would prove that to be true. Uh, well, we sh- we shouldn't head back yet anyway. So let's just keep going and see what happens then. If we run out of everything and we haven't encountered this scary ghost yet, then we'll we can have this discussion then. Great. Right, I guess it's back into these tiny little tunnels again. Uh, Rictan's not, you can tell that this looking Rictan is not comfortable being here. It's so out of their element. It's, they're so big and this area is so tight and confined. And uh, they say, just oh, hang on, hang on just a sec. And they dig into their pack and they pull out their uh, Jaguar's attendant mask and slip it on and, and take a couple of deep breaths and sort of settle their shoulders. And, and uh, they go, right, ready now, ready to go. Let's go. Are we heading north? Yeah, I'd like to do that. Yes, so you came in and you basically cleared the entire like left side of the map from the top to the bottom. And now you're heading up, I guess, to do the same on the left side of the map. Very strategic dungeoneering. I approve. <laughs> the right side of the map. Sorry, that's what it, yes, yes. Honestly, I love a group who explore strategically. I've had groups before where they, they literally see a door, go through it, and don't care where they end up. And then it's like, well, you've, you've explored most of it, but there's uh, there's rooms dotted all over the place you just haven't <laughs> been in. Oh, I, I like strategic exploration. Yeah. Well, we are a uh, meant to be quite smart characters. Mm-hmm. So quite a few episodes ago, when you first got into these caves, we were talking about exploration activity. Uh, I was wondering if you guys wanted to switch up what you uh, were doing, or if you wanted to stick at it. Uh, I had Rick being a scout, so you all got plus one to initiative. I had Terrell generally avoiding notice, uh, yep, so you I'll get to roll the stealth for things. Uh, and I had Ishko and Willie both searching. Yeah, sounds good. Uh, Rick Town will stay with the scout, absolutely. Uh, my perception is pretty good, so I think I should do that to keep us from being ambushed. Absolutely. Incredible. So, you head up out the, the northern end of the war room through the secret door that you uh, you kind of first first went through to discover Benji and all the gremlins. Just to the, to the west of you now is the cave with the big magical mushroom that Wooly likes eating. Yeah. And to the right you can just about see into this big open area. Uh, if Tyrol is trying to stay, stay hidden, Wooly can go first. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Tyrol's not got the best perception anyway. So, uh, Wooly, hey, one second. I'm gonna do... Not a thing. Oh, stop Stop with your thing doing. I don't want any thinging on this podcast. <laughs> well, we all know how great it works when you don't want stuff, Jeremy. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. 
Uh, Willie, you uh, take a few tentative steps into this big open uh, open room, and uh, you see you spot a few odd odd little uh, things rolled up on the floor, uh, sort of positioned around the room. Uh, looks like giant centipede carcasses. Oh, there's uh, sort of three of them dotted all over all over the room. They each appear to be like cold cold around. Like if you just picture a giant centipede and then imagine like someone like rolling it up into like a spiral shape, laying on the floor towards the southern end of the room. So not where you are, but uh, but. But, but more if you were to go like 10, 15 uh, more feet down sort of this this direction. Uh, I'd say there's probably one actually here quite close to you and then a few couple more dotted over over here. They appear to be curled around like a... And, and you, you have a look, you think, huh, that's a bit weird. But then you, you uh, just manage to spot a, a few gl- glints coming off of them with your... Uh, you've got dark vision, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. One of the visions. Yeah. Looks like there's some, some wire incorporated into these carcasses as well. Oh. Ah. I'm gonna look at Tyrol now and say, "This is this is this a trap?" I'm just looking through my laws. <laughs> okay, uh, uh, I'm gonna say they are insects, but they're dead insects. So uh... yeah, no, it's just making it's, the actual relevance would be is to see whether or not these are molted centipedes, you know, like leaving the shell behind. But that doesn't seem to be the case. Oh no, these are like these. these you can tell these are bodies. Mm-hmm. But, uh, although um, you don't even have to roll insect law to, to, to know these aren't like they don't curl up this tight when they die uh, so it looks like someone has come in and, and sort of in, like done something with these these carcasses yeah so Tyrell would love to do something about this he does have a, a, a fairly good fevery modifier however what he does not have is a fevery kit oh oh wow Okay. I would mock you for that, but... Can I ask, are the strings going between the carcasses, or is it like tying them up into this rolled-up ball? Uh, nothing between the three different carcasses, but yeah, you, you, it almost like someone has like t- curled these centipedes up and then like tied them closed. Yeah. Question then for everybody. Are these things actually stopping us from doing anything? If we think they're traps, why the hell would we interact with them? I mean, they are stopping our progress. We're not sure of how they are triggered. If there is some, if they have a detection range on them, we may not be able to just walk past. Yeah, can we try and learn something more about them without actually touching them, so we can therefore not deal with them if we don't have to, or deal with them in as safe a manner as possible if we have to. But what can we do to learn more about this? Do we know about? Tra- do you, do we, does anyone have anything that helps them know about traps? Or I think we can just use the fevery skill for that. They might be magical. Yeah, I, I will cast to detect magic as part of this research effort. Is there anything that I detect? Oh, great. Uh, you, you don't detect any, any magic that you didn't already know of in this room. Can I try and study them closer from afar with perception? I'm guessing the thing you rolled was a secret perception check. I did. It <laughs> yeah. was a very... It was a, 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 well, I'll, I'll reveal it to you now. It was a very good one, so actually I could use that that uh, role. Did you want any... Uh, uh, yeah, okay, so so you can you can clearly see that there's been some sort of mechanism installed in these um, carcasses. Almost, and it looks like almost like a spring-loaded mm. mechanism. Probably would be like kinetic action, so we probably would need to step on it, for example. Physical interaction. Well, I will say um, it, it, it doesn't look very sort of stable, so even like a slight touch would probably set these off. Okay, like a mouse trap. Yeah, actually, yeah, that's pretty, pretty, pretty good. I think we could just avoid them then. Yeah, ex- precisely. There's nothing to gain by interacting with the trap that's not stopping you doing what you want to do. <laughs> 
Should we, uh, like, first of all go... We have two passages going to the north here. Just make sure that they connect to the first to the first room, maybe? Well, based on my map, the first one should bring us back to the entrance. That uh, seems smart to me to lock that down. Tyrol is scouting it out very quickly. Go, Tyrol. Everyone else is following so that their map is completed. Yes. Well, I am yes, yeah, you are... drawing an actual map, so I need to know what it looks like. Mm -hmm. I'm doing our job. Yes, that um, that is the, the tunnel that was drawn on the original student's map as well as leading into the this, this big room here that came out from the staging room at the very start. But uh, yes, of course, complete your, your fog of war vision. <laughs> <laughs> and then we have one heading like slightly northeast. I mean, is this, should we check this one first? And for the traps, I might be able to like, disable them with the mage and I uh, why? <laughs> they, they could cover us, cover our escape if we need to get out hastily and we know where they are. And they could stop our escape if we need if we need to go fast. This is the equivalent of walking into your garage and seeing a fuel can beside a box of matches and going, okay, cool. And starting striking matches. <laughs> it's just Except that dumb. We're not in our own garage. We're on in enemy territories, and they set up trap to stop up, stop us. We have no reason to let the trap there. They won't help us in any way. If you find a freaking what are they called? Uh, uh, an improvised electron uh, explosive device, an IED, out on the battlefield. You, you detonate it from a dis distance. I don't know. A thousand yards away from the track. A distance is not. Yeah, but that's essentially what we're saying. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I can I can disable it from a distance. It's not six or seven meters distance. It's a yeah. It's a few hundred meters distance. But what you're talking about is actually go moving past them. So that would take yeah. us even closer. And that yeah. risk would be higher. No, the, you were told from your perception check that even the slightest touch might set them off. Not walking and past And walking them. beside them might be enough. Yeah, exactly. Nearby vibration. Yeah, and we still don't need to do that. We don't need to do anything to achieve not going near them yet. Leave the damn things alone. Until we need to go past them. Like a bit, uh, just, Benji's just going to wander up and poke one. <laughs> no! <laughs> oh my god. Guys. Big F. No, I, I, I will, I'm throwing my vote in for disarming from a distance, personally. Yeah. But we should check out this northeast tunnel first. Yes. Alright, let's do that. You are working your way up towards. Where are you on the map? Sorry, I've just completely blanked which room you're going into. We're in the top right. <laughs> uh, yeah, so you are, uh, are seeing what it looks like a lot of tunnels that have been uh, mined out sort of fairly fairly recently these are all quite quite tight quite uh, close quarters i think there's a, some some sort of rubble on the ground that kind of kind of indicates that they've been recently mined you you do hear from here a couple sort of sounds coming from uh, further on towards sort of the the eastern side past these these tunnels Sounds like very sort of uh, distant droning sound again. Of course, is still still present here, um, but also it's what sounds like uh, some sort of almost like something almost like rock being mined right now. It doesn't sound as sort of doesn't sound like pickaxe mining. It sort of seems more sort of rapid than that. There's a small tunnel heading up here. Yeah, so the uh, digging sounds, the the mining you can hear and the droning are coming off from uh, further 
sort of directly to the east from where mm. you are. So you kind of walked into a room and you can see it kind of branches off to the north, a bit to the northeast, and it's sort of the tunnels all... It just looked like this is sort of like a, almost like a, a, a maze of tunnels from mm. what I, uh, I can see your vision shows. There's, mm. uh, there's quite a few different ways to go here. Do they head off into narrow portions and do we think that they may go into the remainder of the campus? They are fairly, fairly narrow. I don't think it would really be able to tell where... I mean, they're heading sort of away from the sets of caves. If we head towards where uh, Wooly is positioned there to the northwest, that will sort of com- look like more like it will complete our mapping around that area and then bend around to the east more potentially after that. Yeah, let's go clockwise. Very, very narrow passageways. They are very narrow, these. You will probably have to, to squeeze quite a bit. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to make you roll hundreds of acrobatics checks. <laughs> you can take your time. As you are progressing down this one, the, the sort of the, it's hard to describe the sounds that you're hearing. And in fact, in fact no, you think, I think this sounds like uh, someone sort of, it sounds like someone's eating very loudly. Oh. Like rock. Oh, shit. As you get closer. Oh, it's wrapping around. Okay. Yeah? Yeah. What a fun little exploration that was. <laughs> <laughs> We've gone. Oh, wow. Okay. This looks... This map's bigger than I thought it was. I want to s- quickly jump in. Yeah, so those tunnels you didn't really lead to... to, to I mean, yeah, they, they sort of lap uh, and intersect with each other. It is like a little a little maze section. It looks like they're freshly dug out. And uh, where you are now, to the south, into this bigger room, you can see uh, this looks like the most recent digging that you've seen. And uh, from the sounds of it, it might still be going on. You can hear right right to where I'm pinging sort of now on the map. It seems like there's noises coming from, from that direction. Just below this pillar that you can see here uh, on the middle of the floor, you actually see huge into the cor- corner near the pillar. Some uh, small carapaces. These look like giant bees. Looks like they are heaped into a pile and uh, there's a fairly thick scent of decay coming from them. Do do I do we know of any natural predators of the humble mining bee? Uh, I mean, the small ones, probably the giant ones. I'm not so sure about. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, they are these apex predators, aren't they? <laughs> of course not. They all share the everything shared the same uh, predator, the common adventurer. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, you guys have probably killed more of them than, uh, <laughs> than they, they usually expect. I thought you were going to say Soki there for a second. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a pile of uh, a, a fair few dead mining bees. Where? Over there, yonder. Just under this pillar sort of area. Yeah. Did Have these looked like they've been deliberately piled up? Or are they like, is it like an elephant's graveyard? Piled up for sure. It looks like they've uh, been depiled here. Uh, like, yeah, like, like, a graveyard. Is that where they just... What a horrible thing to say. I think I would like to take a look at that closer because I'm, I'm concerned. Yeah, if, it, if it's, if they've been piled up deliberately, then that means that the gremlins are essentially working these things until they're dead and moving them over or something and essentially putting them aside. If they've piled themselves up, that's average behavior and also i'd like to know how they died do you want to I, well usually it would be medicine i'd allow i'd allow insect law oh, oh, because oh, they're insects i i know i literally just said yeah the centipedes are dead insect law won't work but uh for these guys i think i'll uh, i think i'll allow it oh I, I that was a poor roll a three on the dice for a total of 13 i think i think your hunch might be right in that they uh look like they were like overworked to death be cruelty wow uh, these gremlins are pretty horrific. 
Just look around. I mean, this, I can't really tell how big this is, but if this is recent mining, I mean, it's hard work to to go anywhere to to, to carve any tunnel, and these are big caverns. I don't know what the purpose is. I just don't understand it. Mobility is a cornerstone of conquest. Tyrell would like to sneak forwards. Scout, baby, scout. Should I'll, I'm gonna I'm gonna roll an open stealth check because that's how I I roll. Roll a stealth check. Oh, so that's two frees in a row. Another, another free on the dice. But obviously, Tyrell doesn't notice as he as he's pushing forwards and probably loudly squelching. <laughs> You know what's funny? <laughs> you you uh, you make your way forward, and you can uh, see that the, the to, to the east, just to your side, there are a couple um, tunnels, and these are the, like this one here and this one here. These are the new 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 tunnels that are being dug, and you can put your head down. So you think you're being stealthy, and uh, you see at the very end another familiar sight. More bees. No, this is not a bee, this one. This is one of the Pac-Men gremlins, the, the big basketball oh. mouth. Uh, you oh. see, he is at the end of this tunnel, gnashing his way through the rock. Doesn't seem to spot you at all. Seems he's too focused on uh, on his mining job. How low is his perception? It's more mouth than eyes. I it, Whether or not he cares is a separate matter. Also, Toro's not, he's, he's been quite stealthy. <laughs> If you're a giant mouth gnawing on rock, you'd probably take a perception penalty. Yeah, he's going to <laughs> a uh, advance a little bit further and check out the other tunnel where he heard something. Yeah, same deal with this one. There's a nagriff at the end. Uh, this one seems like it's uh, a, a much newer one. It's not as far, but even even so, this creature. Uh, this is loud as well. If you could imagine the sounds of sharp teeth crunching through rock like this is. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <God>. probably can't <laughs> even hear itself. It probably can't, no. I, I don't think it can think. It's just a big head. It's just a big mouth. <laughs> um, I mean, even, even so, yeah, it looks like they are sort of very di- diligently mining through just some of these tunnels. Okay. Um, Tyrell will return to the group and let me... I, t- I take it then I'm not hearing any of the droning that we've heard before. There is a very faint droning sound. Uh, actually, no, it's fairly loud here, coming from uh, a, a tiny bit more to the south. Okay. Ooh. I think Tyrell will return to the group be like, two hungry mouths, one bee. I've seen the video. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Whoa. Uh, right, okay. So Vol- voluntarily, Dylan? 2006 called Dylan. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. So good. I'm so sorry, that was bad. <laughs> oh, wow. I don't even know okay. if the awful forums are still around. But anyway, oh, that's, that's probably Tyrell. going out. <laughs> to rule will a um, relay the information as aptly as he just has just done, and what he says Indeed. to two mouths, he'll point at the two tunnels ahead, and then when he says to B, he'll point to the south. Do you think that there's any chance we could like talk them into not fighting us? And I glance toward Benji. I. I think this would be a perfect knowledge for someone with fey understanding mm-hmm. to answer. I don't need to roll to know that they, I don't think they're that much intelligent. <laughs> Not enough space for a brain when you have that much mouth. <laughs> or mouth, no brain. Oh dear. There is a fey roll. Wow, 20, 23, that's good. It's much better than my rolls. Damn, you're good at that. <laughs> I think I think you know that uh, yeah of uh, of all the fae that you've seen these are probably 
ones that aren't going to be up for talking to you guys. Do I think they might use the dead bee as feeding? I don't know. If we look at that pile, does it look like it's been chewed on? Because I think they're probably getting sustenance from the rock. <laughs> no, no. It more looks like just a, a collapsed pile of, of bees or, or a pile of bees who have collapsed and just died. Yeah. Sustained by rock perhaps. Yeah, so they're working these... They're working these bees to death and just throw them out of the way when they're done. That's pretty shitty. I disprove. I do not like this abuse to animals, even though I myself have not gotten along with these bees. This seems... You've worked bees to death before. <laughs> I heard this about dwarves. No, I mean the rest of this cavern. The bees have not been my friend. I mean, dwarves do... I think we said this before when you knowledge on the dwarves to oh, yeah. like use these bees for mm-hmm. own good and I actually honestly think the dwarves would do a better job than these gremlins. Oh yeah. Um, they would I treat the them better. Respect them. Yeah. Exactly. I also do not want to be caught with them behind us. I agree that makes no sense. Uh, well we probably have an advantage if they are uh, currently digging tunnels that are off the cavern. Uh, perhaps mm-hmm. we can isolate them and, and take them down from range. Yes. Turul looks at his sword. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's fine. Uh, you've got there, there's two of them. There's four of you. Yeah. Uh, so Wooly can deal with one, and the three of you can deal with the other one. <laughs> Perfect. Just going by recent example. Yeah. <laughs> Does who had the Phalor again? I have. Ishkol. Ishkol. Yes. Actually, with that Phalor, that's. Um, that's uh, that's a, a critical success on specific lore. Do you want to? I don't know if we recall knowledge about this one particular last I time. I don't remember learning anything interesting about them. Okay, yeah, I would say as you think about it, you uh, you know that these are these are these are pests. These are I mean, all gremlins are, are like mischievous and like to play pranks, but the uh, the Nagriff's pranks are ruining the foundations of buildings, trying to to topple structures. You know, the the the, the not very fun uh, not really fun pests that you want in your home. They, they like to, yeah, if they are out in the, and about in cities and stuff, they, they eventually do weaken structures. Um, not not nice things to have around. Are they particularly hardy? Is my you, uh, roundabout asking about fortitude saves. <laughs> no, I think they are more sort of spry than, than hardy. Oh. Um. <laughs> I would like to try something. Okay. That thing is that thing is a specific spell for a combat thing, but that is a thing. I mean, are we going stealth and then go into initiative to see if they discover us? Right now, I'm gonna say because they are occupied, they they haven't seen you guys. But uh, if initiative is called, we'll use the usual the usual rules of if like one of you rolls on that one and they roll like a nat twenty, then they would be aware of you. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Well, I mean, I narratively, I love the idea of sneaking up, even though I know mathematically it's not a great option for me. But I can follow um, Tyrol. Yeah, he's an expert in stealth, isn't he? Should we roll initiative now and? Um... And then Terrell could get his plan off. Yeah, the initiative is. This is a, a tricky thing with two E's when to call initiative. Is that the rules say when one party can't aware of the other, mm-hmm. which we are. You are aware of them, and if you want to, like, like I guess at the moment you decide whether you leave them be or want to fight them. Is when I should probably call it, just so it's a bit of a turn order. Oh, yeah, we yeah. want to fight them. Let's murder them. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, no. Well, you so, know, uh, let's uh, say it's like, pest control, right? Yeah. Exactly. Get yourselves positioned 
where you'd like to be. I'll let you, uh, and uh, if anyone wants to quickly get like a, a bless or, or a guidance or anything off, I'll give you like a quick thing to do before you make your presence known. Okay. I'll be, I'll be a nice GM for once. I will uh, reach out my staff towards Ishkol and I will cast Magic Fang on him. And his <laughs> fists oh, are oh. now plus one striking. But can you link she that to chat so Jesus. I can actually give myself <laughs> the Yes, I can. <laughs> I will actually well, be well, useful. Well, well, Ishko is actually is actually happening. <laughs> I, I will <laughs> now deal two d d four. There you go. You, I think you could do it from Magic Fang there from the staff. Greg, which ones of these tunnels had monsters in them? Both of these ones that head to the northeast. Ah, oh, right. So the one that's directly beside Willy and something beside you. Yes. In that case, let's. Uh, oh, I see. So we've got Willy and uh, and Ishko taking the northern tunnel. That right, and yeah, it doesn't seem fair. Uh, I will head down this way as well. Do you guys not want to split off into your tournament teams? <laughs> no, we're mixing it up because <laughs> that went so I, well. I thought a uh, Rick Darn was a uh, following the expert. Yes, Rick Darn is following the expert, and I'm right behind you now. Uh, when it comes to initiative rolling, everyone give yourself a plus one bonus from my scouting. Yeah, amazing. I think, um, I think I should have you all in the combat stage. So. Yes. Oh, stealth is not going to be great for me, but, you know. You're not an expert, are you, Ishkal? Nope, I'm not an expert. Okay. We've got everyone? Mm-hmm. I'm missing Rick Dan still. Yeah, so a poor roll there from Rick Dan for a total of a 13 on that initiative, but uh, not quite as bad as... <laughs> you were higher on the dice than yeah. Tyrell was. So, we have these tunnels that are going up towards the uh, the northeast. One is fairly short and uh, Terrell and Rick have taken that one. One is a little bit longer and uh, Ishko and Wooly have taken that one and at the end of each one of these there's these this small uh, Nagriff gremlin, the, the tiny uh, sort of basketball, big Pac-Man mouth that crunches on stone. Um, and I think uh, the initiative has reflected them quite well because they are, uh, with the exception of Wooly, both the gremlins are towards the end. Uh, but we've got Ishko, Terrell, Rick, then one of the gremlins, then Willy, then the other gremlin. So Ishko, I guess we're going with you first, and you have this, uh, these magic fangs on you. Yes. <laughs> More like magic fist. <laughs> yes. Yes. Not that your fisting hasn't been magical so far. <laughs> okay, so there are supposed to be one in that corridor up there. Oh god, I had forgotten how small they were. They are tiny, yes. Yeah. Tiny, horrible little creatures. Actually, I'm going to move them just slightly over. Square, but you moved me. <laughs> moved all of us. I've got everyone <laughs> So I will move up to here. I will try to intimidate it. Ooh, okay. That and I do that. Roll. Scare the angry little basketball face bug. These That looked like a success. Excellent start. Yeah, that is uh, that is a scary, uh, scary roll. So uh, yeah, Ishko, you run up uh, about halfway the length of this tunnel, demoralise this uh, this Nagriff, uh, succeed. So it is. Uh, I guess you caught it off guard. It was uh, busy, busy mining its way through, and now you've just run up and scared it. Yes. And with my last action, I will throw an alchemist fire at it. Oh wow! Set it on fire. Hey, that's a hit. That looks like only a hit. Sadly. Yeah. Oh, that's a shame. Definitely a hit. Not a crit, but a hit. So it will be 8 fire damage and 2 persistent. Oh, yes. That's good. 
I do like bombs. That was my turn. I move, I intimidate, and I burn. Great, we are on to Terrell then. Terrell is going to stealth forward at half speed. Uh, I believe that is a stealth roll versus his perception DC. Yeah. Yeah, and I have I have faith in you. Uh, Twenty-two in total. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you are uh, definitely definitely there. And then Tarul it should be next to it. Uh, the tiny creature is a little bit finicky to me. He is going to summon some negative energies into his hand and reach out to the creature as it's tearing it into the thing. And he's going to cast yes. Chill Touch. Whoa! Oh yes. So the Nagriff will need to make a basic fortitude save against a DC of 18. Ooh. That is a fail, so it will take 2d4 plus 3. It's going to take 7 points of negative damage. Nice. Oh, it's got a plus 9 modifier. That's pretty chunky. And I mean, I know you were stealthing. Sneak attack doesn't work with spells, right? It's just... You need to have a specific feat to make it work on spell attacks, but okay. not on any other spell. Oh, okay, so it wouldn't come anyway. Yeah, no, it's just the, the enfeeble would have been fun if, they, uh, if it had critically failed. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's pretty, pretty, pretty damn good, though. Chill touch. Nice. Is that your whole turn? You moved up to it and then two actions for the spell? Yes. That is it indeed. Onto Rick then. Okay, uh, Rick is always trying to learn new skills and is not, you know, realizes that stealth isn't their bag, but we're watching Tyrol closely. I'm going to try and sneak up those uh, two squares to get right behind Tyrol. So I'm trying to sneak. Uh, I rolled pretty well there with a 21. Pretty well for your stealth, yeah. I mean, these guys. Not sure why I can't move my figure, but never mind. I'm behind to roll there, uh, and I'm going to make a spell strike um, with a uh, gouging claw attached to it. Right, so this is going to be a spell strike with a gouging claw uh, at hope. What I'm hoping is a flat-footed target. All right, so that's it. I've rolled a twenty. Hey hey. How'd that go? Over to roll shoulder, smacking into, it, you know, crushing it against the wall, maybe. Uh, yeah, 20 is a hit against him. Fantastic. So there's a damage for a staff coming through there, which is 11, and that staff pins the thing to the wall by developing a hook, a claw on the end of it, driving through it, uh, which is putting an additional 8 points of slashing damage onto that. It's 19 damage to that uh, Negra crushed, <laughs> crushed and pierced against the wall, <laughs> and uh, having its life force drained by uh, Tyrrell. That's going to be the end of my turn. Yeah, this this poor guy's not having a good day so far. So he got uh, he got chill touched, chill touched by surprise, and then gouging clawed by surprise. Jesus Christ! <laughs> Stealth team Delta. At least he's not on fire. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> onto the one who's on, on fire and frightened he is going to start barreling his way down the uh, the tunnel towards towards Ishkol um, I believe he can just about get onto you in one action 20 feet to get to there so of course he is a tiny creature so he's got to occupy your space so he's going to just about make it to you uh, was this the one who Ishkol was crit by when they went for like your fruit or was that one of the mythlets I, uh, I was crit by everything so uh, 
Yeah. <laughs> 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 I remember there was one that was particularly brutal. I think it might have been the, the, the one that this guy got. But um, yeah, these are the, the odd ones because although they use their mouths to mine with, they actually don't have a, a bite attack. They have the, the light hammer attack. So I guess his first action would actually be picking up his, his hammer because he wouldn't have it. When, oh no, he could hold it while he was chewing the rock. Although you caught no, you caught him off by surprise. I'm gonna say his first action was to pick up the hammer that he had next to him. I don't think he'd have been holding it while he was digging his tunnel. So he's gonna grab his weapon. He's gonna run his way over to, to Ishko and then for his last action he is gonna try and, uh, and, and whack you with this this little hammer that he's uh, he's got. So the basketball fey creature with the gargantuan mouth brushes over somehow. How do they travel? Do they fly? Do they have legs? <laughs> I can't remember. They have legs. They, have, they do have little legs under their basketball body. It missed okay, because cool. of the frighten. Ha ha ha! you frightened it. Hero point. Standing. <laughs> Yeah, why not? Here it went for Retro, it. I'm full oh. in the roll point. And then, and then the, no, I'm not. The, the precision damage is done automatically at the end of the turn, right? Mm -hmm. Yes, when you end yeah. the turn, it will both roll and you just need to apply the damage. So it's failed, so I need to just take two points of damage off. Nice. Boundary, oh, we love it. Uh, so it's Willie's turn. I am conveniently just around the corner, so I can see anything that's happening. <laughs> so I'm going to start my stride by going into the same tunnel that Ishkol did. I'm gonna see the thing there. I love a VTT. I have no idea what's going on with the other two characters because my representation of my character can't tell. It's great. Especially in two very thin tunnels like this. You uh, can't tell what's going on in the other one. Yeah, it's brilliant. <laughs> Where are you going, Enoch? I moved down here. Okay. And I am going to... Well, it's not gonna work, is it? Gonna try and electric off them both. No, uh, well, I was considering it, but that might be a bit ambitious. Maybe. Yeah, I can't <laughs> see. I can't see the one in front of the road anyway. So that would have been hilarious if you could have. <laughs> yeah, through the rock. <laughs> yeah. I am going to. Do I know what languages they speak? Has uh, Ishkol shared that information? What if he knows? The previously, they communicate. The other gremlins communicated in undercommon. Mm, okay. Yeah. I will move back up behind Ishkol, and I will smack it once with my staff. Okay. Yeah, it's currently like gnashing its way around Ishkol's legs, so you can kind of just... Oh, that was so close to being a 20. That is fortunately a miss, just a 10 in total. Mm -hmm. So Wooly moved to try and get a feel for the battlefield, saw that it, it was... I mean, a choice between the tunnels. He went up behind Ishkol, tried to smack it on his... Uh, on the thing on him, but missed. That's his turn. And the other Nagrith, who uh, is just being wailed on by spells, uh, he's gonna also probably just have his, his hammer that he usually carries just kind of lying up against the wall of this tunnel. Let's dig it. Not much, really. Uh, I think he'll just pick up his hammer, do you the same? He's gonna pick up his hammer and he's gonna move to be sort of around Terrell's feet, uh, and then he's just gonna whack Terrell with the hammer. <laughs> It's such a ludicrous visual, this thing. It's, it's a ridiculously designed monster. I love it. It's so, <laughs> so done. Uh, that, I believe, is also going to be a miss by, by one. Mm. All right. Not because of Frightened, just because he rolled badly. Great oh, rolling, I mean, Dylan. Great rolling. These Perfect guys, roll. I think in the, in the war room fight, the, the, the one of these guys was pretty tough. But when it's just them by themselves, I think they are honestly not, not that... Scary. Uh, we're back to Ishko, who currently has magic, magical claws. Yes. 
Well, I have a pest at my feet, so I will just try to step on it. Yeah. So <laughs> I wish I can target it, and I will try to attack it with my magic fist. Yes. Oh. Oh. It's not quite enough, wow. unfortunately. Five on the dice. I will try again. There oh. we go. There we are. That's a 19, 19 on the dice will do the job. And now for the amazing eight damage. Whoa! Double Whoa. fours. That's maximum. All right. Waka waka. <laughs> and with my last action. I just realized you four are the four ghosts, aren't you? The four, the four ghosts. Four ghosts of Batman. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and just my last action will thing. be to shield myself. Oh, smart. Good one. And the end of my turn. I hate that. I hate that they are both both already onto badly. <laughs> 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 Terrell, we're on to you. Terrell is going to quickly step to in further into the tunnel so that he can sandwich this uh, bouncing mouth of a basketball between him and Rickdar. And then he will strike at it with his... Usually that would be a tumble through, but I don't think you need to tumble through a tiny bit. It's going to be a step. A step. <laughs> Not with a tiny And then he is going to make a strike with his, uh, his rapier. Thank you, this. Poor little, poor little, oh my god. Oh, yeah, this guy's crit. That's going to be a crit. <laughs> yes. That is going to be a crit. With sneak I mean, attack. A sneak attack crit. You don't have to, you don't have to roll it. I would, <laughs> like, I would like to roll. To. Oh my god. For 26 points of damage. Far out. Yeah, I mean, I think it's safe to say that this, this, this basketball is deflated now. <laughs> <laughs> for, his, for his last action, Tyrell will flick it off the end of the rapier onto the ground. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. for the bees. <laughs> oh, incredible. Uh, well, that's uh, this is going to be a very quick fight. Rick, yeah, it would be your turn. Uh, Tyrell is just... Stabs. Right, the, uh, it's the teamwork. Yeah. No, that was smart, smart play from from uh, Greg and Tyrell there. Uh, okay, so first, Rick's first action will be to, as part of a move, will be to leap the rolling Nagriff head that just came bouncing across the floor towards uh, towards them. Uh, while moving over to see <laughs> Wooly and Ishkol are doing over here. Oops, I moved too far. So we'll take one move uh, over to there, and I can see the creature probably is getting a bunch of cover from uh, Wooly and Ishkol. It's down a narrow tunnel behind both of them and it's very small so I'm imagining it's going to be tough uh, to hit but if I continued my full complement mode no I didn't so I need to move I need to move twice to get into position there so I believe that now I will simply I'm gonna give it covers plus two to its armor class right just because there's like two people in the no there. no they, it doesn't or stack from from a creature or any amount of creatures it's plus one uh, that is utterly DM fit but and also a bullshit rule. That's a bullshit rule, whether it's the correct, <laughs> correct rule or not. I mean, it's a basketball hiding behind two creatures. You're trying to hit a tiny creatures. creature through, yeah. through the legs of two other people. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's damn fair, and I, it I should be too. I was thinking this two. would constitute as, as standard cover instead of just the normal person one, right? I I agree with you. It's the standard. It's the plus two in in my view. Nonetheless, I'm going to. I'm going to give it a. I'm gonna strike at it. I'm gonna strike at it anyway. I've rolled poorly and was not able to hit that, I'm sure. But I'm in position to back up my. Yeah. In position to back up my allies, uh, and that is the end of my turn. 
Okay, we are onto the Negriff, who's still alive. He now has three people, uh, three people coming at him, lining up, queuing up down this tunnel to, uh, to he, uh, he's probably not going to survive very long, but he may as well take, uh, deal out some damage while he's here. He's going to whack at Ishko with his little hammer he's got. He's not frightened this time. He's, uh, realised that there was no need to be afraid. He should be frightened. Oh, rolled a two on the dice. <laughs> that's, a, that's a big hit. A big miss, sorry. He's going to take his hammer, he's going to swing it backwards and, uh, and, and try and whack Ishko's other foot. Chat <laughs> for your toes. That's, again, a miss. Uh, and then I think he's going to realise he might be a little outnumbered here, so I think he's going to... And, and he's, he's cornered. He's outnumbered and cornered. So I think he's uh, mm-hmm. going to just run as far as he can down the end of the, uh, the, end of the tunnel. Here he was mining. He doesn't want to get involved with you guys. <laughs> Although he's going to, because it's Willy's turn. Well, oh. first it takes... <laughs> it takes to fire. fire damage. Is that enough to kill it? It is, unfortunately, not enough. And he failed as well, so he is still on fire. Oh dear. Still on fire, still alive for now. Right, it's cornered by three of the party members. <laughs> yeah. I think I'm going to run after him. I'm going to drop my shield. Am I? Yeah. And I'm gonna grasp my staff with two hands and try and swing down on this guy. Because I have an extra damage from Ishkol hitting him now as well, since I'm yes, your spotter. I was wondering if we're, you were yeah. going to think about it. Your next attack against the enemy has a plus one circumstance bonus per weapon damage die. Nice. So, but I only have one action left since I changed my grip as well. So here we go. Come on. Nope. Natural That's three. That's a good one. Uh, sad. That's my turn. Well, you don't have to worry because it's uh, it's Ishko's turn now, and then it's Terrell, and then it's Rick. So I think uh, I think it's safe to say this guy's not <laughs> not getting out of here. <laughs> uh, if I go on. Is square since it's tiny. Do you consider it flanking? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's it's between the two of you, even though you are still adjacent. I imagine you, you and Wooly just sit right next to each other, and like between your legs is this tiny little basketball. <laughs> so I, I'll use my first action <laughs> to go on the other side, and then I kick him. <laughs> That's a foul in basketball. But it's not the ground. It's not basketball. It's <laughs> soccer. It's a hit. It's poor little thing. For three damage, I gotta love not having strength. <laughs> you are, I mean, you're kicking him, you're kicking him, he's still, he's still, he's still up. He's on fire, he's playing basketball. And with my last action, I will fail to kick him. Oh, Terrell, you are all the way down in the other tunnel still, so you're, you, you've got a bit of a way to travel. Yeah, Terrell's not, uh, he's, he's confident in his, in his comrades, so, he, uh, so he's actually gonna uh, search this little creature in front of him. Um, which means we can just skip over his turn. He's got a hammer. <laughs> <laughs> Rick. Okay, um, things look uh, pretty tight in there for Rick's comfort. I just need to do a quick little measure since we've got some angles here to see how far I am from the thing. Cool, I'm within range, uh, so I am going to drop an electric arc on the creature. Uh, so it'll be a. Oh, no. Reflex save for you there, Dylan. I'm sure you got your crit is pretty good. Oh, he's failed. Oh, oh he has failed. He's failed. That's fantastic. So here comes that uh, 2d4 plus 3, I think it is. All right, so there's wow. 9 electricity damage. That's not so bad at all. And oh my god, he's still up. He's near death. <laughs> He'll probably <laughs> just burn at the end of his turn. <laughs> it probably will. Um, <laughs> well. Just for fun, I will... Um, 
go. We'll recharge my spell strike with my third action. And Hero's going to get another turn. Yeah. Flanked, trapped, on fire, and near death. Oh, I wouldn't say trapped, right? He can still put his way up eventually. Can he? have to jump through. Well, yeah. mm-hmm. No, he's tiny. He can just move through. Oh, can he? Okay. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. He's gonna say one action to move up to there. I think he might have to tumble through Rick, although again, I feel like he could just pop through your legs. If he can share my square, then there's no reason he probably can't move through. I get flavor. Yeah, exactly. I think, I think, I think tiny, tiny boys are fine. He's gonna make his way down to here. That's three actions. He's ran down oh, wow. quite far, actually. Good job, little fiery gremlin. Terrell, Terrell, you're 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 just inspecting the one at the floor, and you see another one run, <laughs> <laughs> sort of, uh, run down in front of the in front of you. So we're actually quite close to you now. But uh, oh. they have left. Yeah. Uh, you just hear Bingy say he's getting away. And don't we hear him hit the ground from the fire? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> <No. sighs> guess how many hit points he was on before he took it. Oh, he was at three. <laughs> I am going to briefly share uh, Rick down square before I'm moving a second time. Getting very close. And then I'm gonna... It's a Team Wolfric butt slap moment. <laughs> <laughs> like Just reaching out. up to the butt. <laughs> Player replacement on the field. And I'm striking here. Uh, so Willie charged all the way after it and is now right beside it again. Go for it. Come on. There we go. Alright. Yeah, you don't, you, again, you don't have to... Uh, I, mean, you, you I still want to. It deals one more damage since on my turn I hit the creature. Yeah. Yes. So ten. Okay, so they're both dead. Can I ask, did they do anything? I don't think they dealt any damage. I think they nope. failed all of their saves. <laughs> they failed everything. I... <laughs> Yeah, it, it was everything. It wasn't a very <laughs> tense combat. No, it was not. No. While you were, were, were doing that, Binji, who's been kind of following along with you a little bit, is uh, just going to motion to this tiny little gap in the um, in the in the fence here, mm. and uh, just say, "Oh, this is another uh, another one of our, uh, our our nest rooms here, but um, I, I don't think anyone's at home." <laughs> I'll do a quick peek in here. Wow, what the? That's got to be, I think, potentially the worst combat we've had this campaign in terms of creatures doing well. I'd say it's the best <laughs> combat we ever had. I didn't die. <laughs> For you guys, it's the best combat you've had. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Willie, you walk in, and, and again, this is another filthy sort of gremlin bed sort of room. But uh, yeah, it, this is empty. This one, all of the. This is probably where those nagriffs uh, sleep at night. And uh, there are other doors as well from here. There's a couple secret doors yeah. again, but uh, they lead one leads up to the north to those uh, sort of makeshift tunnels that you explored. Mm-hmm. Uh, one leads south into uh, somewhere you haven't actually been, but I think you know that the, the cave you're in with the the Nagrims does continue south of it, so it probably just comes out the other side. Yeah. Yeah. Wait. Um. Sorry. Uh. Tyrrell, didn't you say there was a bee down here as well? And in fact, as Willie can say, as Willie steps his way there, he actually moves into the square where the bee is visible. Oh. Oh. And Willie, the first thing you think, this this poor bee. Yeah. Like the other ones, they were living in a room where the walls were coated in nectar and pollen for them to eat and enjoy. This thing looks like it's like on the verge of just giving up on existence. Mm. It's it's it looks like it's been tasked to mine another tunnel. 
uh, it, it looks like it, it, you kind of see it. It's just it's buzzing. It's, it's draining slightly. It doesn't look like it's doing so much as digging it, and then it's just slowly kind of just standing at the end of the tunnel, kind of trying, trying to stay out of the way of things. Occasionally, oh. maybe it like scrapes at the wall, but it really looks like it's. I mean, this they, if, if this is yeah, you can kind of see why so many died from exhaustion. Mm-hmm. If, uh, if this is what they were doing. Does it seem hostile? Hopefully not. It's it looks too exhausted. Yeah. To okay. Really anything and it's alone it's the only one i can see yep you know and you, you hear the droning coming from him and then uh, and then i think can i roll on nature to try and handle animal oh yes to see sure. if i can calm him down <laughs> or i mean just make him aware that we are not enemies okay i'll roll it oh yes oh here we go yeah superhero good job superhero 17 on my dice to 27 in total. Yeah, um, you know what? I think you do the, um, you know, the cliche thing, the Jurassic Park thing, where mm. you uh, walk up to it and just hold your hand out and see how it reacts. <laughs> yeah. I think it realizes you are not a threat. It's very tired. It just kind of, I mean, it, it stops. It's, I say mining with air quotes because it wasn't really working. It's doing what I used to do in my retail job, where it would hide in the cupboard for as long as it possibly could. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take uh, out some uh, water and some sugar if I have it in my rations and try and mix up some sugar water for it. Sugar water! Oh, yes, I think it, it laps up as much of the sugar water as it can. Mm. <laughs> oh, don't don't worry, little friend. Your your job is over. Take it easy. Yeah, this one, uh, this one's in no no state to fight, even if it wanted to. So I think uh, I think that nature check just you, you calm it down enough. I think you were kind of kind of not through words, but through like your, your, how you're handling it, just kind of assure it that it doesn't need to, to dig anymore. Mm. Yeah, and its natural habitat is down here. Like it's a mining bee, it should live underground. Mining bees live underground. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm, I'm not gonna take it up to the surface then. It's got a pretty nice room on the other side of the cave, so it has a lot of food spread all over the walls. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, I'll do a... If, if the guys are good with searching this area, I'll do a quick sojourn over there and put it there instead. Yeah, I mean, you can, you can kind of... I think it will just kind of bumbly follow you around. Yeah, I'll, pu- like I'll put it on my shoulder if it, if it, it, if it will go for it. Isn't it like the size of a dog? It is, it's like a Labrador size. Really like, strong though. It's, yeah, but and it's just awkward. <laughs> you could just carry it in your arms. You could just give it a big woolly hug. Oh yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. It's probably quite fluffy. Just watch your singer, of course. <laughs> um, watch out for the, the spiky bee butt. <laughs> That's actually really, really Yeah, you'll cool. be fine. You'll be fine. Really cool. And I gotta say, although there's a very large area you've just explored for such an easy combat. Mm. <laughs> you've just created like an entire quarter of the map, <laughs> and it was just one uh, one thing. So yeah. we're definitely making progress. I think this might be a good spot to, to round out the episode here before we move on to whatever's in the next cavern. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we can end with uh, uh, maybe maybe a few people just poking around the the the, um, the gremlin room. You do in there. You do find about. 18 golds worth of trinkets and little goodies um, that the gremlins might have just collected from maybe a few trips up onto the onto the campus where they've stolen a few little shinies. 
so if someone wants to add that into your loophole, you can probably get these, trade them in for about 18 gold with uh, Zocan in the powder bottle. I'll add them. Uh, and while you're doing that, Willie, you can uh, make friends with this uh, bee and take him back over to the... Uh... <laughs> you walk you walk past a pile of, of dead bees, I guess, cover his <laughs> eyes as you, uh, as you go. <laughs> No, no, don't, don't look that way. Don't look that way. Take him to the room covered in in sap, where there's also a pile of dead bees from where you guys left them there. Oh, <laughs> oh. didn't want to. I'll clean those. Up. Tried not to. I'm sure you don't want to um, take him up to the, the dormitory. I think he might be very friendly with a uh, nice, uh, maybe Ignacy up there might make friends with. Him. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> You're not going to do a terror and just collect insects. <laughs> no, not this time. Tyrell collected one insect and decided it was a bad idea. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> You're not going to give this one to, to Chizzy to let loose in another dorm? Nope. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. I think that's a good place to, to round out this episode. Uh, it was, you, know, you, you had this easy. I think the next one is... Uh, is, is you guys are going to... It's going to get trickier. We'll see. I clearly Today I clearly had... The, the Dylan wins everything module turned off on oh. accident. Yeah, yeah, that was actually true. Keep it off. <laughs> the Dylan wins everything module. I was starting to think that there was a, a pick a player to never roll well module that was activated against me. Yeah, I don't know. The, the thing is, I removed that module without telling him. Aha! Oh, <laughs> great job, nice Kevin. Work. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for listening, guys. This was a. a actually kind of a chill, a chill, light-hearted session where nothing really went wrong. Yay! <laughs> Get it. Yay! Well, that's, uh, we're just like, next one I'll be just dead, guys. We'll all die. Mm. Yay! Yay. <laughs> Let's find herbal. This thing is going to so, kill us. Well, all right, all right, all right. Let's end this up here, and, uh, and uh, we'll see you. Thank you so much for listening, guys. Uh, I actually think we are getting fairly close to the completion of the first book oh of my this God. campaign. Whoa. It's gonna be, uh, it's what? Gonna, it's going to be good. I mean, we've got a few more. Few more. I'd say. I'd say. Uh, uh, well, I, won't, I don't want to put a number on it because I'd say like four more sessions. It could be eight. <laughs> but, uh, I think we're getting there. We can make it eight there. if you want. Yeah, yeah. Don't do like me and my group where I said we had one. Uh, we were going to be done. Uh, the campaign was going to be done in a month and we haven't played in a month. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, scheduling issues always happen, but we are we are getting ever so close to the end and I'm, I'm really, really hyped to see uh, what's going to... Ah, oh, oh, Stone Ghost. Yeah. It's going to be interesting. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, right. guys, listen guys, uh, from me, Dylan the GM, this has been a fun session and we'll see you all next time where I will kill someone. It will be me. Nope, you won't. (laughs) (laughs) Goodbye, everybody. Thank you. Please like our social pages. Goodbye, folks.